0: Then God said, Yes, but your wife Sarah will bear you a son, and you will call him Isaac. I will establish my covenant with him as an everlasting covenant for his descendants after him. Genesis seventeen nineteen. Dear God, thank you for being a promise-making, promise-keeping God. We want to know about the wonderful promises you made to Abram and Sarai. So as we read today's story, help us listen and understand what you teach us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
1: Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids' Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com slash blessed to learn more and save 20% with code BLESSED. Abraham and Sarah's New Life Before this story, we learned about the promise God makes to Abram that his descendants would inherit the land of what would later become called Israel. Now we will learn about how God makes a special promise and changes Abram and Sarai's name as inspired
0: by the book of Genesis. Hey there, it's me, Juliet, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. It's important to mention that before today's story, Abram and Sarai made a mistake and rushed God's promises. They were impatient and didn't wait for God's plan. Because of this, a new character named Ishmael was introduced. Ishmael was Abram's son, but he wasn't Sarai's son. That's because Abram didn't trust God. But don't worry, God has a plan for Abram, Sarai, and Ishmael. You'll see, God works everything together for good. Today we get to hear a Bible story about how God gave Abram and Sarai brand new names to go with the brand new life he promised them. Let's find out more. Abram and his wife Sarai were very
1: old. They were almost a hundred. God had big plans for Abram and Sarai. One day... Abram fell face down and God said, I am making a promise to you that I will never break. You are going to be the father of many nations. Therefore, I am going to give you a new name and a new life. I will call you Abraham because you will be the father of many nations. I make an everlasting promise to be your God and the god of your descendants, and the land of Canaan will be a gift to you. He told Abraham, My promises are true. You will see. But first, you must keep your promise and circumcise yourself and all the men in your family. Then you will know my promises are true and last forever. From now on, when a baby boy is eight days old, you will circumcise him. Any male who is not circumcised will be separated from his people. He has broken my promise with you. God also gave a new name to Sarai. He called her Sarah because she was going to have a baby boy and be the mother of nations and kings. Abraham and Sarah were amazed with God's blessings and promises. They were so surprised, they laughed at what God said. (laughs) Who has children at our age? God said, Sarah will bear you a son, and you are to name him Isaac. I will establish my promise with him and his descendants after him. This will happen next year. God also said, Ishmael would receive God's blessing too because he was a part of Abraham's family. Ishmael would also have a really big family of his own someday. Abraham believed in God, and he did as he was told. His whole family would be blessed by God forever. The whole world would share Abraham's blessing from God. Everyone who believes in God shares Abraham's
0: blessing. I love how God gave Abram and Sarai new names to go with their new lives. Did you know that names have special meaning? For example, my name, Julia, means youthful. How fun is that? If your name is Michael, it means who is like God, as in who on earth could possibly be as amazing as God? Um, no one, that's who. Or if your name is Sophia, It means wisdom. Well, in the Bible, names were even more important than they are today. A person's name didn't just represent what you called them, it represented the kind of person they were and the kind of life they would lead. This was especially true when God gave someone a new name. After all, God's really the only one who can tell us who we are. Though sometimes other people try. Have you ever had someone call you a bad name that made you feel horrible? Or has anyone ever said you weren't good at something and that made you feel like you weren't good at anything? You know who does that a lot in the Bible? Satan. His name means accuser because he spends all his time accusing people and making them feel ugly and worthless and unlovable. Well, the truth is that the only name that matters is what God calls you. And God calls you His child. He says that you are special, lovely, and lovable because He loves you. That's who you are, your true name. So what about Abram and Sarai? What did their new names mean? Well, remember God's promise to give them a son and make their descendants into a great nation? The time was getting close for that promise to come true. So to mark the occasion, God changed Abram's name to Abraham, which means father of multitudes. And he changed Sarai's name to Sarah, which means princess. Now, why do you think those names made perfect sense? Because Abraham and Sarah's family was going to be huge. One day, it would be so big that it would become a nation, and kings and queens would lead it. So Sarah was kind of like a princess. She was the royal mother, and Abraham, the father of multitudes. Of course, first they had to have their son, and God had a special name for him too. Do you remember? That's right, Isaac, whose name means laughter that's so fun but why would god name a boy laughter because everything about isaac's birth made people smile first abraham and sarah cracked up at the idea of having a son at their age remember they were both over 90 years old when he was born abraham was a hundred years old the thought of having a baby at their age was almost too incredible to imagine even impossible. But none of that matters to God because all things are possible with him. Second, Isaac's birth made people smile because, well, babies make people smile. With all their wiggles and giggles and babbling, they're just a bundle of joy. You can't help but smile when you hear a baby laugh. Of course, they do cry and can be really stinky. But parents don't mind any of that because they're just so happy to have their baby. Abraham and Sarah sure couldn't wait to have theirs. It was so close they could almost hear Isaac laughing. God's promise was about to come true. Now before we wrap up today, you may be wondering about Ishmael. If God's plan and promise was to happen through Isaac, what would happen to Ishmael? Would God forget about him? Not a chance. That's not what God is like. He promised to take care of Ishmael too. Do you know what his name means? God hears. Because he always does. I'm so happy you hung out with me today. Come back next time to hear about the birth of Isaac and find out what promises God makes to Ishmael. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you. And it's all true. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and it helps you have conversations that support you in having bold faith in a broken world. You will be empowered, excited, and inspired in your faith. I'm so excited for you to join me for Unapologetic Weekly, wherever you get your podcasts.